Hello, everybody. Welcome to podcastingclassesinboston.com. This is Ina Coveney, your friendly neighborhood salary replacement expert, and I lead the podcastingclassesinboston.com. Uh, and today we have a podcasting for beginners in quarantine. So this is the first time we're doing the class via Zoom online. And this is going to be really interesting. But if you're interested in being featured in the next class, in the next episode, why don't you go to podcastingclassesinboston.com and find when the class is being offered next. Today, the topic is going to be about dreaming big. This is something I've been thinking about a lot recently, about how there are a lot of people who just want to you know, go to their jobs and go home and that's going to be their life. Well, there's other people who want to be on the TED stage, who want to motivate the masses. There's the next Oprah Winfrey out there. And I want that person to listen to a message about bigness, about really big. So the people that we have today as our panelists, they want to start a podcast. And I'm really curious to know what their thoughts are about dreaming big? What does that mean to them? And is this something that they have thought about before? So we're going to start that conversation in a little bit. More after this, let me give you my introduction. Welcome to Podcasting for Beginners by podcastingclassesinboston.com. Today's class took place online on Monday, May 11th, 2020. And our panelists will share with us what their podcasts will be about and share with us their feelings about podcasters who want to make it really big. I'll let our volunteers introduce themselves. Let's start with Jennifer. Well, hello, everybody. My name is Jennifer Crespo, and I'm very excited to be here. I'm still kind of trying to sort out what my podcast is going to be, but I definitely know I want it to be about moms. So I'm really looking forward to that. Awesome. Thank you, Jennifer. What about you, Jessica? Hi, I'm Jessica Amir. Thank you for having me, Ina. Um, my podcast is going to be centered around my company, The Wander Word, a blog, website, and travel coaching services. And in my podcast, I will be talking about my travel stories and my opinions about languages, culture, and different styles of traveling. I love it. Thank you guys so much for being here. So this is the question for today, which is about dreaming big. Uh, like I said, there's people out there who just want to go to their jobs and come back home. And there's people out there who are really looking to change the world. And I wanted to know if you ever identified yourself as somebody who's dreaming really big or you want to get there, or if you think about starting a podcast as the first step, or if this is something you've never even considered for yourself at all. I wanted to know what your thoughts are about People who want to do that, the next Oprah Winfrey. I want to start with Jennifer. What are your thoughts? Well, I definitely think dreaming big is part of the equation, and it's a very, very big part. Because if you start putting yourself into a box where you don't think you can get there, you're putting these blocks on yourself where you're never going to even look for the ways to get there. So if you don't dream, dream big enough to where you're stretching yourself out of your comfort zone, it's never going to happen because if you don't shoot for the stars, you're never going to know where you're going to land, you know? So you definitely have to dream big. I think that's a huge part of it. Thank you. Je Jessica, what do you think? Yeah, I definitely agree with uh, Jennifer on getting out of your comfort zone. I think it's very important. Um, I'm currently actually a teacher and dreaming big became a really huge part of, you know, that career choice as far as just my options and things that I could do just beyond teaching with and for my students. Um, and, and, you know, in the context of making a podcast, I think dreaming big is, is necessary um, because you want to kind of, you know, build your empire, build your network, um, and you don't want to limit yourself. 
Yeah. Um, and I think it also, you know, dreaming big, it gives you kind of a, a passion um, and a fire that inside of you, as opposed to just kind of, you know, doing everything in a straight line and uh, just thinking about one project at a time and having that be isolated. Um, whereas dreaming big, you can connect a lot of dots uh, of your passions and in your life and kind of make a, a, a bigger impact. I love hearing that from you guys, because I'm going to tell you right now, this is not a, a, a common way to think about life. You, we are all familiar with people in our own lives who they don't really think this way. They don't really, they don't dare dream that big. It's just, they just attach the word. This is not realistic for me. This is not realistic for my life. So it's just not even worth thinking about. So if you had somebody in your life who's listening to this right now that you believe, man, I, I wish you could get out of that bubble and see how big the world really is and how much you can actually do and affect change in, in, in your lifetime in the world. Like, what would you tell them to try to get them out into this way of thinking, to the dream big way of thinking? Jennifer. Um, for me, I would say travel. Uh, <laughs> obviously, uh, just because that's who I am as a person. And I think that Doing it, at, when I was younger, I traveled for the first time um, away from my parents and out of the country when I was 16 for six weeks. And it completely changed the whole entire course of my life. And when I was that age, so young, I really was kind of stuck um, in, a, in a monotonous, you know, high school life, which, which is, you know, basic and, and you grow up and you move on. Um, but I would say travel... Um, as much as you can and as far as you can. It doesn't have to be these big, glamorous, expensive trips. It doesn't need to be so, so far away. Um, you know, you, you, could, you could travel to the capital of your state, perhaps, if you don't already live there. Um, because I really think that, again, going back to the comfort zone thing as well, when you allow yourself to go outside of anything that you are used to and outside of anything that is just connected to you and, and your daily routine and, and your life and friends and family, it really just smashes open your perspective um, and, and it can really shape who you are as a person. And also the most important thing is it can make you be able to relate to people easier and feel a closeness with people um, that you might not be able to experience otherwise if you just stayed in the same town or, or lifestyle. Yeah. And where did you travel to when you spent all that time abroad? Um, the first time I traveled to Paris and I lived, um, my, my high school had a really serious language program. Mm -hmm. um, so it was a six week exchange program. I lived with a family um, in Paris in a, a really beautiful neighborhood. And that family also, they were very wealthy. I was so lucky because everybody stayed with different types of families mm -hmm. um, and that, of different economic you know, groups. Uh, and stuff like that. And my family was very wealthy and they yeah. took me on a trip to Venice, Italy. So the first time I left the country, I got to go to, to Paris and a lot of other places in France and also to Venice. Um, and I was studying Italian and French at that time too. So it, it was for me like a, a validity of all of the language learning that I had been doing and so many constant opportunities every day to, to use that. So it really steered the entire course of my life. That is amazing. Oh my God. It makes me want to travel right now. <laughs> you can. You, you will. We all will again. We all will again. Yes. yes. 
So what do you think, Jennifer? What would you tell a good friend who feels stuck? I would say that um, I've been there and I know where they're at, but you don't necessarily have to stay there all the time. And sometimes when, even when we don't see an end goal, just taking that first step out of your comfort zone, just taking that first step because you're always going to be afraid. Fear is going to be a part of your life, right? And for me and trying to help the special needs moms of my community, and I see um, someone that is struggling with um, just even where to go and knowing what to do. And it's overwhelming. I mean, even in quarantine life and, and being in a house 24 hour with a special needs child where you feel you have to be everything to me, the first weeks, it was overwhelming. Like I broke down and cried and that's okay because it's a new reality, but you take it one day at a time, you breathe and you start looking for new ways to make sure that you're trying to take time for yourself and balance it all out. Mm -hmm. Because if your cup is not full, like Gina said, you know, like you need to make sure that that energy's going and that you're up there because you can't help other people unless you're taking care of yourself. And to me, that's, that's really important message to get to the moms out there because I've, I've seen a lot of them struggle to the point where they drain all their energy and they don't have any left and they yeah. try to do it all over again the next day. And it comes to a point where you have to stop or you're just going to break down. Yeah. And there is hope, you know, there, there's a lot of people like you, you're not alone. This is, this is a community. We can all help each other out. And I've learned so much from so many of them, I, I just feel like I need to give back and help and try to make sure that other special needs moms like myself know that there's information out there. It's kind of hard and sketchy and sometimes you don't know where to go and you feel like you have to be a therapist and a, and a mom and everything at the same time. And I'm, I'm, I know for a fact, I'm not equipped. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a teacher. That's not my background, but mm -hmm. little by little you make mistakes, you learn, you adjust and you get better. And even when you don't think that you're doing any progress, the other day, this photo of my son popped up of a few years back and I was just kind of trying to see that difference. And you're like, wow, you know, on those days when you kind of feel like you're not getting any traction and you're not seeing any progress and, and you're kind of frustrated and down, just look for those things that kind of remind you how far you've come yeah. and not how far you have to go. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for humoring me in this topic that I love so much. Thank you so much. And that is our podcast. Thank you, guys. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to Podcasting for Beginners. If you would like to appear in the next episode, just go to inacoveni.com slash events. Remember to spell Coveni right. It ends in E-Y. And attend one of my workshops in the greater Boston area. I will see you there. And I hope to listen to you on the next episode. Bye, guys. Thank you.